Hello, this is Tanishka from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday, the 7th of October. Karnataka Congress President D.K. Shiva Kumar was questioned by the Enforcement Directorate today in the National Herald money laundering case. The questioning pertains to Shiva Kumar and his brother D.K. Suresh donating an unspecified amount of money in the past to Young India, the company that owns National Herald. It is suspected that the agency wants to know the details of these transactions. Before stepping into the Central Probe Agency office, Shiva Kumar told the media today that he was a law-abiding citizen. Over the last few months, Sonia Gandhi, Rahul Gandhi and senior Congress leaders such as Malikarjun Kharge have also been questioned in the National Herald case. Shiva Kumar had appeared before the ED on September 19th as well, where he was questioned with regard to another money laundering case. He was also arrested in September 2019 following multiple rounds of questioning in a case related to income tax. He was granted bail the next month. The Ministry of External Affairs said today that six Indian prisoners, including five fishermen, died in Pakistani custody over the last nine months. MEA spokesperson Arindam Bakchi described the incidents as alarming and said that the number of deaths of fishermen had been increasing over the years. The statement comes a day after Pakistani authorities claimed to save the lives of six Indian fishermen from drowning near the international maritime boundary line between India and Pakistan. Bagchi said that the matter of custody deaths was raised by India's High Commission in Islamabad and that Pakistan was duty-bound to maintain the safety and security of Indian prisoners. The six prisoners had completed their sentences, he said, and were illegally detained by Pakistan. Listeners, before I continue with the news updates, I would like to invite you to the sixth edition of the Media Rumble, which is hybrid this year. We are holding virtual sessions from October 6th to October 8th. Offline sessions will be held on October 14th and 15th at the India Habitat Centre in New Delhi. The speakers include leading news professionals, tech innovators, filmmakers and writers such as Sophie Zhang, Kanchan Gupta, Suchetra Tyagi, H.R. Venkatesh, Meena Kotwal and R.J. Saima. To register and for more details, visit the MediaRumble.com. Global NGO Human Rights Watch said today that authorities in India were increasingly using summary and abusive punishments against Muslims accused of violating laws. The NGO said that in several BJP-ruled states, authorities have demolished Muslim homes and properties without legal authorization. It cited the public flogging by Gujarat police earlier this week as an example. Muslim men who were accused of pelting stones during Garba were tied to a pole and hit by the police. It also mentions a case in Madhya Pradesh where police raised the houses of three Muslim men who were booked in a dispute during a Garba event. Minakshi Ganguly, South Asia Director at Human Rights Watch, said that officials blatantly disregarding the rule of law were sending a message to the public that Muslims can be discriminated against and attacked. The International Covenant on Civil and Political Rights, to which India is a party, prohibits discrimination on any grounds and obligates states to ensure that everyone is equal before the law and to ensure equal protection of the law. 
The report mentions that in the videos shown and even praised on some pro-government television news networks, uniformed police officers watched the flogging and struck the accused with sticks, while a crowd of men and women cheered and applauded. Listeners, one example is Tuesday night's prime time on News 18 India. Anchor Aman Chopra, on his show "Desh Nahi Jhukne Denge," repeatedly described the public caning of the men as policemen playing dandia, like it was a fun activity. If the visuals of the policemen hitting the men tied to a utility pole weren't disturbing enough, Chopra directed his crew to amp up the volume and show these visuals with full ambience. Read the full report on newslaundry.com, where I dissect the show and its sponsors. The report is titled. Bloodlust TV Aman Chopra celebrates public caning of Muslim men by Gujarat police Listeners reporting on the media and holding them accountable is a big part of what we do here at News Laundry We are able to do this and other ground reports because we are an independent news organization that is reader supported So if you are not a subscriber already go to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button on the top right corner of the screen Lowest subscription starts at rupees three hundred only. Former Maharashtra Chief Minister Udhav Thakre told the Election Commission today that the faction led by Eknath Shinde cannot claim the bow and arrow symbol as he and other MLAs in his camp had voluntarily quit the party. NDTV reported. Team Thakre had been asked by the Election Commission to respond to the claim by the current Chief Minister Eknath Shinde on the symbol for the upcoming Assembly bipole in Andheri East segment in Mumbai. The EC had asked the Thakre faction to file their response by Saturday. The Shinde faction had filed an application before the Election Commission, saying Shiv Sena's bow and arrow symbol may be misused by the Udhav Thakre group. They had asked the EC to take an immediate decision on the issue. The upcoming bipole on November third will be the first such contest since the Thakre government was unseated in June. Team Thakre has fielded Rutuja Latke, widow of Ramesh Latke, whose death led to the election, while Team Shinde is backing the candidate of Ali BJP, Murji Patel, a municipal cooperator. A court battle is also ongoing between the two factions on whether the anti-defection law can unseat Shinde and his MLAs. The 2022 Nobel Peace Prize was awarded to Belarusian human rights activist Alice Bialatsky, Russian human rights organization Memorial, and Ukraine human rights organization Center for Civil Liberties. The awards were announced by the Royal Swedish Academy today and the prizes will be handed out on December 10th. The Nobel Prize announcements began on Monday with Swedish scientist Svante Paabo receiving the award in medicine for his work on the Neanderthal DNA. Alain Aspect, John F. Clauser and Anton Zellinger won the award in physics on Tuesday for their work in quantum physics. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you are listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. 